Friday crew here on WRSU FM New Brunswick. I'm Jake Maysell along with John Hartnett and Brett Hahn on the Zoom. And we are going to talk football. It is back, everyone. The Hall of Fame game just played last night between the Jacksonville Poverty Franchise and the Las Vegas Raiders. And we are also going to have the Hall of Fame induction ceremony this weekend. So if you are a Patriots fan, I definitely recommend watching because Richard Seymour will be inducted. If you're a Jaguars fan, you should watch because the first ever Hall of Famer from Jacksonville Jaguars, Tony Baselli, will be inducted. If you're a Niners fan, you should probably watch for Bryant Young. And if you are a Saints or Panthers fan, Sam Mills is finally getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Honestly, a pretty weak class. That's not every name. Those are the only ones I can remember off the top of my head. But pretty weak class in my opinion. But I think we'll kick it off with this. Let's go to let's go to Brett Hahn here. How you feeling about the Hall of Fame class of twenty twenty two? Yeah, I mean Tony Baselli. I mean it's a huge honor for the Jaguars organization. They've never had a Hall of Famer before, and you know ha- having their first guy be a franchise staple on that offensive line in the early two thousands is definitely an honor. Um, Jaguars Twitter has been going crazy about it. Uh, they're, they are interviewing him before the Canton game yesterday. And just the, the vibe around Jacksonville, you know, it's just pure happiness and joy right now at the site of Boselli and football coming back, most importantly. Uh, as for the other guys, Bryant Young was a stud. Deserves the recognition. Um, glad that Sam Mills finally got his shine. Uh, but... But like you're saying, Jake, I mean, there, there are a lot of guys that, you know, outside of, like, a couple name name uh, a couple of big names, you're kind of like, all right, like, who, who are these guys? Not not who are these guys, but maybe, like, you know, like, all right. It's should not like should they have gotten in name. over guys like DeMarcus Ware and Devin Hester is the question. I don't know. That's an excellent question. I mean, I, mean, I love that. Dude, I love Devin Hester, man. I'm so I'm so happy for the guy. Like, he he's the best returner ever. Period. Yeah. So it's incredible to see him get his honor. And um, yeah, I mean, I really only know it from the Jaguars' perspective because you know we've been been covering their their stuff all summer, but. For for everybody that got in, I mean, they got in for a reason, and the Hall of Fame is a great time to recognize great talent. I mean, it, it may not be, it, it may be a weak class by the Hall of Fame standards, but all these guys still had excellent careers, so you got to give them their props. That's true. They did all have excellent careers, and now we look ahead to a bunch of players who we hope will have excellent careers, and also Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go into, like, our outlook of, like, you know, the next season, let me ask you guys a question, because I'm, I'm not a big football guy. Is the process for uh, Hall of Fame voting for football similar to baseball in that, like, um, after, like, X amount of years, I think it's five years for baseball, then you're eligible, and then, uh, like, who, who votes for the uh, football Hall of Fame voting? Is it the writers, or is it the, the GMs? So, there's a, there's a committee... I believe there are writers on the committee. I think there's also some former players as well. Um, I know, but I know that there's a committee. It's all closed door stuff. You know, they can they can reveal if they want, but 
they I think they can reveal if they want, but like it, it's it's really closed door stuff. They don't just like it's it's not like how everybody shares their ballot in baseball. You know, their Hall mm. of Fame ballot, who they voted for. Um, you know, and it and it's not it it's it's after five years, like baseball. Mm-hmm. It's also not a big deal whether or not someone gets in unanimously. I don't think we've ever heard about whether or not someone has. It's, that's never been in a thing. It's it's really more of just, you know, it's 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 a it's a little different, but it's it's similar. All right, all right. It's um like the, the I think I do think like baseball has a lot of problems, and the Hall of Fame voting is like kind of weird because like the writers is like are independent from baseball. The Major League Baseball recognizes their voting, mm-hmm. but there's some guys who should get in who shouldn't def- should definitely not get in. And guys who do get in, who, I'm sorry, there are, there are guys who, who get in who shouldn't get in, and guys who will, will not get in who definitely should get in. Like, Clemens and, and Bonds, I don't think should get in personally because they're juicers. But then you let David Ortiz in, there's always been rumblings of him being a juicer. I've heard, you know, I don't know, I, don't, I guess nothing really stuck, but I feel like if you let one guy in, you gotta let them all in. That's my take on it anyway, but like... I mean... That's that's a bit of a different issue with David Ortiz because I, David Ortiz is one of those guys who's always had, who who's always been beloved by the fans and e- mm-hmm. even as a Yankees fan, I still always have had respect for David Ortiz. So I, I, I honestly, honestly, for me, I'd rather kind of turn a blind eye to that and pretend that right. you know there there is none of this stuff about him juicing because. <laughs> He's always been the most respectable Red Sox, <laughs> you know. Not uh, not Pedro Martinez. I mean, Pedro's fine. He. How about he, your boy Roger Clemens? That's your boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> not not to make this a whole baseball conversation. I was just curious about the uh, um, uh, the voting process. But yeah, it's a little different. I they don't really mess around as much in football, which is why this year's class is a little odd. Uh, the way I would describe this year's Hall of Fame class is that it it, it kind of feels like they're they're trying they're just using this year to get a bunch of guys into the Hall of Fame who otherwise wouldn't because you've got classes coming up that are going to be pretty strong and they want to put a lot of you know more recent guys in. I mean, we we just had a pretty big class the other year where you know you had Peyton Manning, you had Charles Woodson, you had Calvin Johnson, you had a whole bunch of first ballot guys. They don't really want to do that every year, I guess. So that makes sense. Know. Make it like special. You know, they, I I guess it it's kind of, it's kind of a cleaning house sort of thing, I guess. <laughs> Although, like, then the question becomes for me: Where's Randall Cunningham? And yeah, I know I'm saying that about a Philadelphia Eagle, but you know what? That's that's just the way it be sometimes. Now, uh, can there be years like where nobody gets in, or does it? Ha- does no, there, no, that never happens. There has to be somebody. In every they will year. always put in at least five people. Wow, that's a lot of guys. Because there's there's years in baseball where nobody gets in. Yeah, no, that never happens in football. They always they will always put people in every year. How do you like that? That's interesting. Huh. Um, I'm I don't know how it works in hockey. I think it's the GMs. Do I know? I no. I think that's um for the awards. That's how the, that's how the voting awards go. Like for Vesna, the best goalie award, MVP, like um. For thirty-one, all thirty-two goal, uh, all thirty-two GMs will vote, and you can't vote for your own guy. Like the Rangers head coach, uh, Gerard Gallant, cannot couldn't vote for Igor. So, um, not he, like everybody else didn't also vote for Igor. <laughs> two people didn't. 
So so well, well two two people two people are schmucks. Two people are they're, they're schmucks, Jake. Because <laughs> like, I guess well, well, well who they vote for Vasilevsky? Markstrom got a vote, a first place vote, which is like uh, second. Uh, yeah, but Igor is objectively the best. I mean, the third the second guy uh, voted for like the worst guy. <laughs> who did he vote for? Actually, that might have been Galat. <laughs> but another guy. Oh, oh, Galat. Yeah, because okay. he can't vote for his own guy. Okay. Well, but fair enough. the <laughs> other guy, like, so Gallant voted probably for the first guy, <laughs> and then somebody gave Markstrom a first place vote, which is like, all right, he had a, he had a good year, but like, no, I mean, I and mean, then somebody voted for like a guy who's like who's mid, like who get, so you can't get in unanimously, unanimously, but you can well, get in like thirty one out of thirty two. Well, the the that's not how the football wars work. The football is uh mainly, I believe, associate associate press. The Associate Press votes in? Yeah. So it's kind of... Are those the equivalent, like the writers? Baseball? Yeah, it's, ba- it's basically. All right. And that's for that's for all the awards, like uh, MVP, Rookie of the Year, yes, all that stuff? Yes, that's okay. it. I mean, well, there's multiple Rookies of the Year because there's also, like, the Pepsi Rookie of the Year, whatever it's called these days. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, they have, like, sponsorships? Like, here's the... Uh... Well, well, no, but the, the <laughs> thing is, so they, you've got your AP Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got other people who will hand out their Rookie of the Year award. Mm. You know? Interesting. It's kind of how it works. I'm still new to football. I, I um, you know, I'm trying to, like, learn more about it. And, uh, oh. I, just bear with me. I'm trying to learn more as much as no, I can. No, it's all good. It's hard to, like, learn about a sport where you didn't grow up with it. Like, I grew up around baseball all the time, so I know it's really hard to, like... Sometimes it's, it's hard to enjoy baseball because I, I know about it too much. Does that make sense? See, see, for me, it's it's the opposite with football because I know about it so much that everything is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, you'll probably like, see a play and then... Like, oh, why didn't you do this? Because you know, like, so much about it. Like, with baseball. I'm just, I'm just laughing. <laughs> because why would you do this play? You know, like, everybody, you know, so, like, everybody going back to the, what, to, like, an old Super Bowl, Super Bowl 47, right. the blackout game between the the Niners and the Ravens. Um, you know, everybody talks about, oh, there was holding in the end zone on fourth down. Well, you got Frank Gore there on the five-yard line. You handed to him, like, zero times. <laughs> On a, on a first and goal situation, second and goal, third and goal. You've got the best running back, arguably the best running back in history of your franchise, and you're going to keep throwing the ball or running with Kaepernick, and you're going to complain about holding? What are you doing, you schmuck? But see, but see, I can laugh about that stuff because yeah, I just, I, like, I, I know the game so well. It's like, well, you know. Like football is and, like, and 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 I think it's different because you know in football like everybody's played Madden, you know, so every mm. everybody's sitting there being a couch a couch coach and <laughs> and 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 being like, oh, I could call that play better. Like maybe f- sometimes you can, but like football to me is a, is a great blend because like people who say, I, now this incoming hot take, so like baseball is very strategic, right? Like it's very like it's it's, it's a slow sport, but it's a slow burn because like all it does is add tension. Like oh you got no it's uh all right slow burn nobody on base no outs then it's a walk then it's a base hit you're like all right so now we got it's a slow burn even but slower once the when Aaron goes, Boone is managing <laughs> but like once the action excuse me once the action starts it's exciting hockey is exciting the second the clock starts <laughs> it doesn't slow down it's exhausting <laughs> it's ex- dude watching it is exhausting yeah football is a great blend because sometimes there are minutes. Minutes, minutes of nothing happening, like in between plays, like guys, mm-hmm. you know, setting up the plays, and that is agonizing for me to watch as an external observer. But when the play happens, it's chaos 
for like 15 seconds. Well, well, for me, it's, like it's, it's hockey. For, for me, it's interesting because within those, within that one to two minutes between every play, you know, I'm sitting there being like, "All right, what are you gonna do next?" Mm-hmm. You know, you had this play; it either worked or didn't work. What are we doing next? Or if it's fourth down, then I'm just like, "Get, get the punt over with." <laughs> no, don't go for it. Do not keep the Joe Judge. <laughs> Thank God he's not there anymore. <laughs> Like it's uh the guy you know I don't know a lot of football I, I just <laughs> learning all the plays just seems so complicated like there's so many plays like we're gonna do I can't even name you a play. I know the hail mary it's like when you're on you know when you're four down that's, you go for that's, it that's that's a play you keep in the back of the playbook in case uh in case you absolutely need it but only for emergency situations like it's just so yeah you, you got your you got your halfback dives you got your halfback toss you got your halfback pitch which is different than a toss. Uh, you got your counter runs. Um, you got you got your play actions, which could be like a short pass, a mid pass, or a long pass. You know, you got your bootlegs. You, you you got all this stuff out of here. It's it's complicated. You got your fakes, your trick plays, flea flickers. Mm. You know, where the running back carries it and throws it back to the quarterback. Then he throws it back to the yeah. Oh, dude, the, those. And then the quarterback. Oh. The, the the best ones when the running back takes it, tosses it back to the quarterback. Quarterback throws it deep. It's that those are all these great plays. That's a flea flicker. Sometimes they'll be fancy with it and have it done with a wide receiver. That like never works because <laughs> no. Oh yeah, of course you got your screenplay where they try to make the defense think that the O line self destructed only to have the receiver be all the way out there with no coverage. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always work, but you know. It's just so it's just so it's like, very complicated. It is it takes immensely a while to complicated. Learn. I don't really want to learn a lot of the plays because I want to keep it like I don't want to learn know too much about it to keep it like. Does that make sense? Like I don't want to learn too much about it because I don't no, want I, I don't you. want to turn you, to baseball. You, you enjoy you you enjoy just watching the chaos happen exactly, and, and then and, like, and just oh. kind of being in awe of it. Whereas me, I'm like I want to control the chaos. I don't want to control your. Why so serious? I'm an agent of chaos. <laughs> I want to control this <laughs> chaos. <laughs> like the first football game, I actually like sat down and watched. Like I'll watch, the, I'll follow the Jets. Unfortunately, I'm sure Brett. You know, I'm, we talk about the Jets a few times with Brett, and uh, like. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Why would you want to watch the, the Jets? ATF. You should watch the Giants instead. No, don't. My dad do that. watched don't the Jets. Don't do that. Don't He's watch like, the Giants. Don't watch the Jets. But like the first football game, I actually like sat down and watched was the Bills-Chiefs game last year. Oh, you picked a good one. AFC Divisional game, and I was like, my roommate's like, dude, you got to watch this game. We watched, like, after halftime. And that fourth quarter was, I've never seen, like, I, I always like, oh, football's so slow. Seeing the 12-minute timer go down go down to zero, it, it felt like two seconds. <laughs> and I was like, holy mother of it was insane, dude. Like, watching these two quarterbacks just go at it. And it was just... First of all, it opened my eyes. I was like, this... I, it was an authentic like, NFL experience. Who is Gabriel Davidson? Why is he catching four touchdown passes in a playoff game? Dude, it's worse than that. Because, like, as, like, a new fan, right? I was watching this stuff, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then they go into overtime. I'm like, oh, my God. Who's going to win this game? <laughs> so... They had the coin flip, the infamous coin flip. And ah, the coin flip that changed everything. And the Bills lose the coin flip. And then I go, oh, because I don't know everything about football. I'm like, hey, the Bills are going to go again right after the Chiefs score a touchdown. And then my roommate Kaz goes, no, that's the game. I'm like, that's the game? 
So your season, if you go into overtime, let me get this straight. Your season's defined by a coin flip. Yep. Pretty much. That makes no... I think they are, like, they, they, they do they, want to change they, it. They're change, is that rule going into effect this year, Brett? Uh, I think it's... Yeah, yeah, I think this season's coming up is the first one. Thank God. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm a like bit old. Rule. I think you just got to play good defense. Yeah, I'm a, I'm 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 kind of with you, Brett. I'm a bit old school. I mean, I I get the whole notion that the defense is tired, right? But let's say, but ultimately, my thought process is okay. If you want to make it fair, have them play another full quarter, right? Or at least a shortened full quarter, because or each team gets one because, drive. Okay, let's say you have the coin flip in the situation. Pat Mahomes takes the Chiefs down and score, and they score. You know, obviously the Bills defense gas, Chiefs defense gas. So Josh Allen takes the Bills down, and they score. Now the Chiefs get the ball back. We are in the same exact situation we were just That's in. That's true. Because the coin flip still decides the game. Mm-hmm. If you don't want that to happen, you have to play a full quarter where the game stops once the clock hits zero. Evan, if you get a field goal, the other team has, a ch- has an opportunity to get a field goal, and if they miss, yes. you okay. That makes sense. Yes. Um, well, well the, I don't know. I don't know exactly how the new rules are, but the way it worked before was that in overtime, if you got a field goal, the other team would get a chance to answer with a field goal or a touchdown. But then, but like if both teams either made the field goal or missed the field goal, or if you missed the field goal and then the other team gets the ball, it's it's now sudden death. Hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, it's very strange. Now, now for me, you know, I'm fine with them working on the overtime rules in the postseason because I get, you know, you have to have a winner. Uh, but I'm in, I'm of the opinion that in the regular season, if you can't decide a winner after four quarters, you don't deserve to have a winner. So really, you you, you like the uh, oh, I love ties. I love ties. Brett, what do you think of the, of the tie? Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion. I mean, it's definitely. I, I feel like it's definitely not something you want to see. I mean, you definitely want to have an outcome where a team either wins or loses. You know, um, I. W- with that being said, though, like, you know, if we're talking about it in terms of like, you know, it being a rule in effect on the regular season, I, I, I do think it's like perfectly fit for that. I'm glad the NFL steers away from it for the playoffs. Well, you imagine, obviously you can't have a tie in the playoffs. You have to have a winner. No, can you imagine like if you imagine if like <laughs> they tied in a playoff game? They're just like, yeah, all right. Imagine the tomorrow. Super Bowl ends dude, in a tie, dude. How many people are gonna lose money, dude? How much money is, are people losing? Oh, hundreds of thousands. Oh my god, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, Vegas give me that one guy that placed like a Vegas implodes. Um, but no, in the regular season, I mean, like I was thinking about that that Steelers Lions game that happened last year, and I'm like, you played, yeah, home. you Dude. played the Steelers. You are one of the best teams in football right now, or well, not one of the best, but you're you're one of the better teams in football right now. You're playing against the worst team. You played 70 minutes against the Detroit Lions, poverty franchise, and you still couldn't decide a winner in that time. You don't uh, deserve to win. Dude, my roommates. Nobody sh- deserves to win. My roommate's a huge Steelers fan. And I was watching, uh, I was watching, you know, some TV show or whatever. And my room was just kind of give. I like to give him space when he watches the Steelers because it's very <laughs> like, because of the baseball, there's so many games, right? Same thing with hockey, it's a lot of games. Football, it's like a, it's an event when your team plays. So I wanted to give him a little bit of space. I watched some games with them, but this game against the Lions, they're wearing their their cool color rush jerseys, you know, the black and yellow ones. He's having a great time. 
he got all his his yellow towels and everything. <laughs> He's having a, he was you know all st- all steelered up. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching. What was I watching? I forget I was watching. I'm, I'm in my room. But I heard him screaming at the TV. I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? I Google the score. I see what they tied. I'm like, oh, I guess it didn't. You know, they're going into the next overtime period because I didn't know ties. That's how that's what ties were in football. He kicks the door down, <laughs> not down, but like he kicks the door open, and he goes, "Don't talk to me." I'm like, I didn't say a word. What's going on? He was like, "The Steelers just tied with the winless Lions." <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean they, they they can't tie? And he was like, yeah, they, oh yeah, they can. They did. I watched it. I watched an hour and a half of this poverty franchise. I was I was like, what what's going on? You gotta explain this. You gotta explain this stuff to me. And then he explained it all. Basically, explained the tie system again. And he was he's. I don't think he, I don't. I still don't think he's gotten over it. <laughs> but can you imagine? I just can't get over that. Like it's so like it makes sense with the ties like in the standings like, as like a tiebreaker. The, speaking of but, the Pittsburgh Steelers, ugh. the only time I have ever seen everybody come together and root for a game to end in a tie. Week 18 of this past season, Brad, I'm sure you remember this. The final game of the regular season between the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. First of all, can I say how weird that is that neither of those teams are in their original locations? Um, oh, yeah, you're right. But last game of the season... If both of these teams tie, they make the playoffs, both of them, and the Steelers are out if that happens. Yeah. I mean, oh, I remember this. Now, obviously, the game didn't end in a tie, which is the saddest thing ever, but it was the best game of the season, of the regular season. Oh, yeah. The, the atmosphere. Was it in Was it in, uh, in Las Vegas? Or yeah, it was in Vegas, mm. and it, it was an overtime game. Okay. Excuse the background noise. There's a guy driving on. We, we had Avenue. some weird background noise. It was it was an overtime game. Went right down to the end. If Brandon Staley didn't call that timeout for the Chargers, <gasps> the game would have ended in a tie. Dude, dude, that's crazy. Oh, absolutely. Oh uh, my that's god. The crazy and thing the Steelers like, would have been out of the playoffs. The poverty Steelers would have been out of the playoffs. <laughs> that's the first and probably only time too that we'll ever see. A game decider. Oh, I'm sorry. A week week finale. Excuse me. Deciding whether both teams can make a playoffs simply by tying. I mean, and I also kind of want to go back and be like, and say the Lions are not a poverty franchise. Really? I want to defend. I'm going to defend Detroit. I think they got a great culture. I think they're a team to watch. I'm not. I'm not love saying Dan Campbell. Be world beaters. <laughs> MCDC and that culture they got going over there. MCDC, if you don't know, is Motor City Dan Campbell. That's like his new nickname. Mm. Um, they got they got something going over there. Amron Ross St. Brown was an elite fantasy option and an even better in in real life receiver. And you know, I I think they're going to surprise people. I don't think they're going to make. The, I, like, I don't see them being like a contender by any stretch of the word. They but can't be much team. worse than they were. Right? Oh, I mean, they're better than the Jets. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I think I think the Jets will win five the, or six games. The Jets games are going to win some year. games this year. I They'll really do win that. Five or... The Jets will win games, but everybody in the division keeps getting better. So That's true. Lions will finish with a better record. I still think it's Buffalo's division to lose. No doubt. Oh, absolutely. 
event the, 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 Bill, the Belichick Patriots. Jets legend Bill Belichick um, at the helm of the Patriots. Evan, the Dolphins? The Dolphins just lost their first-round pick. Yeah, it's going to hurt them. They're still a good team this year, but yeah, they tampered hard and they lost the first and third. Tampering with Tom Brady. Yeah, how do I And Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean Payton, but Tom Brady. I mean, oof. And they also had. Uh, oh, let's let's go. Let's talk about this a little bit. Didn't they? Weren't the Dolphins the team that? Oh, let me get let me get this right. Hold on. Um, I believe it was the GM. They paid their head coach like X amount of dollars to lose games. Supposedly, that 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 is what Brian Flores claimed. Both the team and I believe the league claimed that that did not happen, but. But Brian Flores claimed it did. We're not we're not sure what actually happened, but we're gonna go on the assumption that it that it might not have happened. All right, I knew that was like a big story for a while because I um I was taking a I was taking a sports and labor class, and let me tell you, let me tell you something. Um, shout out to the Rutgers history department. That's one thing. They have they have some fantastic history professors, but they have had, they've had I've taken some really good classes. This is like I took a history of sports and labor uh class this past summer this past spring excuse me excuse me and it was it was a great time to take it because it was during the lockout the mlb lockout which i forget happened i guess the season wasn't delayed too much i just forgot about it and during the brian flores brian dayball date scandal like that was a really like it was it was a really interesting like time to take the class because like i was studying all this like um, you know, the 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 world, the business side of sports, like the stuff off the field, and uh, it was just it was a great time to take the class because all this like current events happening, and um, I couldn't remember if that like the, of the I remember like hearing about like oh yeah the uh, you know the Dolphins head coach took took money to you know to get better to to tank the record to get better picks I don't know I haven't heard anything about it since so I don't know if it was resolved or if it was like uh, you know not a story anymore. Yeah, that's it's it's it's. We're not really sure exactly what happened, but there, 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 there was also some grumblings that Hugh Jackson might have also been given money to to tank with the Cleveland Browns. I think it's just because he wasn't really a very good head coach. I mean, I love his playbook in Madden, but <laughs> but not a very good head coach. Seems like it seems like an all right guy though. I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I mean. When you go like three and four, three and like thirty-seven, the way that he did, it's better than Todd Bowles or Adam Gase, or like three thirty-seven and one, or whatever it was. Oh my goodness, I forgot about like that. I forgot about Adam Gase. I just just unlocked the memory for myself. Todd Bowles and Adam Gase. Gase. Anyway, Todd Bowles wasn't that bad of a head coach with the Jets. No, he was alright, but. He Adam almost Gase. took them to the playoffs. Yeah, like, ten and six, back in back in fifteen. Wow. Ryan Fitzpatrick, four interceptions. I'll never forget it. Oh, the Jets, part of part of a very dubious group of teams <laughs> that have gone ten and six and missed the postseason. Although, would you believe there are teams that have won eleven games and missed the postseason? And it's going to happen them. this year. There's a which division is it? Um, like. Uh, is it AFC West? That whole division might be over five hundred. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, there there are teams in the past in the in within the sixteen game format 
the correct have, format, by the way. That have won 11 games and missed the playoffs, and one of them is the Bill Belichick coach, New England Patriots. What? Yes, sir. That's insanity. 2008, Man. Tom Brady t- tears his ACL week one. Matt Castle and they comes still in, go 11 and five. Starts, starts every game from there on out. They go 11 and five, and the Dolphins win the division. Oh my goodness! The Dolphins, who just had the number one pick. No wild card. They couldn't get the wild card spot. No, they could not. <laughs> there's that many. They went 11 and five, and there's there's that many teams in front of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you look at the NFC East and you wonder how it's a division. <laughs> Honestly, <You know>? <laughs> sports are sports is. Weird. I believe I believe the other team was a John Elway led Broncos team, but I'm not sure. How I'd have like to double that? check. Uh, but yeah, that's so strange. Football's weird. Isn't it weird how like it, like divisions are just so are built differently? Like in baseball, we had the AL Beast. You know, every team was above 500, which is unheard of in no. baseball. That doesn't happen. Well. Not until like a week ago, <laughs> but like the poverty. Boston Red oh, sucks. Oh, <laughs> the Red <laughs> sucks. Are below five hundred within with a run differential rivaling the eighteen eighty nine Cleveland Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the Red Sox are one game under five hundred. But like a week ago, the entire <laughs> division was above five hundred, and now it's like that's unheard of in base. That doesn't happen in baseball. Meanwhile. In, in football, you got, you know, uh, what did I just say? Yeah, AFC, NFC West. That, might, that whole division might be above 500 this year. Because then didn't the Seahawks make a lot of trades this past offseason? They got, um, what's his name? Um, oh, my God, what's his name? The quarterback. Drew Locke? Yeah, didn't they trade him away? Or didn't they trade him? Didn't they trade for him? They traded for Drew Locke. Yes, that's going to make them a worse football team because they traded away Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the yeah. That's they the traded Broncos. We're, the Broncos. We're talking the, the AFC West. AFC West. Excuse me. The Broncos. The NFC got West Russell last Wil- year was the powerhouse. This year is the AFC West. That's why. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> you got you got in one corner. You got <laughs> the Denver Broncos, the underdog of the season, oh, the man. injury bowl champion led by Russell Wilson. And Bradley Chubb, and God save us, please. We don't really have anyone else. But we're we're gonna pretend that Jerry Judy and Melvin Gordon are gonna actually do something. In another corner, we have the Las Vegas Raiders, led by Derek Carr, and now his old running mate from Fresno State, Devontae Adams. They also have superstar Brandon Jacobs at running back, and they have a okay defense. It's, it's not that great. Uh, in another corner, you have <laughs> the minute. powerhouse. Wait a minute. <laughs> How many corners, dude? There's four corners. It's a square. <laughs> in another corner, you have the powerhouse, Kansas City Chiefs. Their quarterback needs no introduction. The uh, great Patrick Mahomes. He's not good enough. He doesn't have a better overall than Brady and Madden, though. <laughs> Madden for chumps. <laughs> And in the final corner, you have the even bigger underdog, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, it's going to be a fun year. I think you're led right. Led by sensation Justin Herbert, his wide receiver core led by Mike Williams, and an actually good defense in the AFC West led by Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, and some other guy named Derwin James, I believe. <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> I kind of butchered that bit at the end, but we're fine. There, there, there's your. Now everyone fight. <laughs> it's a free for all. It's a Smash Bros. B for all. 
Uh, what we saying, have bro? to address the issue at hand here, though. Like, uh, according to according to uh, insider Jake, Josh Jacobs is no more. Brandon Jacobs is a Raider. Oh, did I say so, Brandon? You did. Oh, <laughs> no, why, I did That's why I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh no! It, I, I, you know, I've been wondering when I would make that mistake. <laughs> I, I do. I, I, I've been wondering. You know, I get Los Angeles Chargers, San Diego Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders, Oakland Raiders. I was no, wondering when no, I would I accidentally call Josh Jacobs, Brandon Jacobs. There's the Giants fan in me coming out. <laughs> oh man, I, I can't believe like. You know what though? He might. Have, he, he's. Josh Jacobs is better than Brandon Jacobs, though. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, uh, ooh, you know what? Yeah, probably. He's a really good running back. I don't know. Really underrated. He is. So is Brandon Jacobs. Well, Bra- Brand- like Brandon Jacobs was like watching a bulldozer play football. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Daniel Volgerback play football. Um,. Yeah, we'll put him at center, and we'll just watch him pancake Aaron Donald. <laughs> I mean, he could probably take, like, three guys out at once. Just go, uh, just go for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. No. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and on the other side of the break, we're going to talk. So we're going to wrap up the show, talk about a few, uh, few little, little rapid-fire segments. So you stay tuned oh for, the, for the Friday crew on uh, on Friday. Listen to the Friday crew on WRSU 88.7 FM. They run like, or... And welcome back to the Friday crew. John Harnett, Jake Maystell. Close enough. <laughs> what is it? Don't worry about it. Ah, Brett Holland's on Zoom. <laughs> Guys, we had this whole show. We opened up with baseball. We were talking Mets, talking Yanks. We had a little football segment of our... We did not address the, f- address the $440 million elephant in the room. Juan Soto. He's in Padre. Brett, I got to throw it to you first. What do you think? About Juan Soto being a Padre. You wish the Mets got him. You think? Are you glad the Dodgers didn't get him? What are your What's your take? I think AJ Preller is executive of the year. No question. I mean, I, I don't think anybody else should even be in the running. Um, with that being said, I think the Mets will still beat him in a series. So, you think the Mets, if the Padres do, you know, make it to October, you think? I'm sorry, uh, your mic wasn't fitted up all the way. I I didn't catch the beginning. Oh, right. well, I was saying, I was saying that AJ Preller is executive of the year. Yes, 100%. no doubt in my mind. I don't think anybody else even comes close. But, um, with that being said, I think the Mets will still beat him in October. So. I think you're right. They're um, I I think they're just they're built. They've got it. Whatever it is, they've got the chemistry. They got the passing of the baton. They got the pitching. They, they got, got the bad buck. You got big buck Showalter. I want a Showalter T-shirt. Um, but this trade deadline has been crazy. Like I think the trade the trade deadline for baseball is always crazy, but Juan Soto's got to be the biggest story of the of this year's trade deadline. How sad to see him such a, see him wear such an awful uniform. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, all the memes are great. It's like, oh, he's gonna uh, deliver UPS packages later on after the yeah, season. Yeah, he's gonna deliver UPS packages. Look, look, he he wears a uniform. Looks like we found it in a in a restroom. <laughs> I like the Padres uniform. I don't like the it. pinstripes. You don't like them? The, the, the pinstripes, the are home nice. whites, the home pinstripes. The the pinstripes are fine. Oh, I don't like the color uniform. Yeah, 
I don't like the restroom yeah. color oh, scheme okay. we got going on here. Like the 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 roads, the road uh, tan pinch. Oh, I hate those. What? Hate those are cool. I hate it. Burn it. I like it. Burn it. Now wait. Now let's I don't open. like the multicolored ones. I can't have, stand I those. Those like my safe eyes neck bleed jerseys. every time I see them. Dude, like, but ugh. they win in those. Yeah, great. <laughs> I'd rather have them play with white <laughs> t-shirts on. I I I also just don't. I don't like yellow and brown together. I think they do it well. It's like a throwback to like the '90s era, the '90s um, era teams. Not, I'm sorry, the '90s era uh, Padres with Tony Gwynn, like kind of that era of like. Uh, anyway, I don't know, but I, I uh, these <laughs> they these, don't beat the Mets. The Mets clear them. <laughs> no, Mets have Mets have. Uh, it's, I think the Mets are just a better team. I mean, I, that's let's leave it at that. I think the Mets are a better team. They better pick. They better pitching. The bullpen's a little shaky. Like a lot of you. Outside of a uh, of, of Diaz, but um, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, other than they got so, Jake the Snake, yeah, who Degrom, Jake the, the, the Degrominator. <laughs> Wait, Jake, you're on that team? Uh, no. Because I thought you were Jake the Snake. No, I'm not Jake the Snake. <laughs> Who's Jake the Snake? Is it that's Jacob the Snake? Why is Jacob Degrom Jake the Snake? I don't know. I think I think uh, what's his name? Uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 anyway, Can't catch dog. <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, I'm so. I'm, I'm, you caught my with my car with my guard down. Um, the cat got your tongue, John. But this is a crazy deadline. Like so many. Um, uh, excuse me. So many. Like so many last minute trades. But it felt more last minute this year than more other years. Like it, it really fell down. Like like teams are waiting for the last second. Like I know the Mets got Cespedes. Right towards like seconds before the deadline, back in fifteen. But they were like, I mean, the Blue Jays got Merrifield, uh, Mitch White. The Braves got the Angels. Um, one of their pitchers, Rosel uh, uh, Iglesias. Iglesias, yes, that's right. The Yankees part of ways with Joey Gallo. Finally, holy moly! You know, I I God. just I just wanna I just wanna extend my condolences to Joey Gallo. I feel bad for him. He wasn't treated particularly well in New York by the fan base. I'm sure he's a great. I'm sure he's a great guy. And and he really he really did want to succeed in pinstripes. Mm-hmm. You know, no no doubt. I I I feel bad for him. I hope it goes better in Los Angeles for him. He be in terms of his production. Obviously, in terms of the Dodgers as a team, I hope they lose every game for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Kershaw just went down with a back injury. Yeah, I know that's sad. So I I love I hate the Dodgers, but I I do love Clayton yeah, Kershaw. Yeah, yeah, you hate to see guys go down with injury, mm-hmm. but I hope the Dodgers. Lose. I hope the Dodgers lose every game. Uh, <laughs> I have um, to go over for a month. But yeah, the the in what was a more surprising move, the Yankees parted ways with Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, that traded him to me. the Cardinals for Harrison Bader. Now he's got to cut those. Those uh, those beautiful locks. I mean, I don't dislike Harrison Bader. He's one of the best defensive outfielders in the game yeah. right now. And I I guess they really don't see Jordan Montgomery in the postseason picture. They see Severino coming back. They see Montas. They see Cortez. They see the bum Garrett Cole, uh, who gave up a home run to Jared freaking Kelnick. <laughs> oh man, that's that's. I was I'm, I was I was so I. You don't understand how upset I was. You're speechless, Jake. I, I turned off the game immediately. Oof. It was the first inning, John. Yeah, you There can't. weren't even two outs. Was it a leadoff? Was it a leadoff home run? No. Oh. The Yankees were already losing 4 nothing. Oh. 
The coal train has left the station, huh? <laughs> the 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 coal train was off so far off the tracks, <laughs> it was sitting in the bottom of the Hudson River. Oh my goodness! But like, just the, I mean, the Phillies got Syndergaard. How do we not address this before, Brett? The Phillies got Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was hoping. I was hoping we'd forget this topic. <laughs> uh, Dude, I, I've been meaning to get your reaction about uh, Thor in the city of brotherly love. No, I, I, you know what? I. Oh, oh God, I can't wait to go to the Met game, the Mets Phillies game. Maybe in, I think it's next Friday. That yeah, that matchup is in next 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 weekend. The Mets are playing the Phillies in City Field. It's their last meeting of the year because they played so many games in the first half. I can't wait to boo Noah Syndergaard. I'm going to rip his head off. Oh, This has been your WRSU FM New Brunswick ASMR episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, when Noah, if Noah Syndergaard pitches a game, if he, that is if he's not scared again. Because I know he was scared. He had his feelings hurt last time. <laughs> Back in Anaheim. He didn't oh, yeah, take, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was so answer. scared when he was in Anaheim. Now he's going to get eaten alive in he's Philadelphia. Like, he's like, I don't want to answer your questions. And then the Mets just picked apart that poverty franchise. They they won that series. But, yeah, yeah. you think it's scary uh, in Anaheim, Thor. It's scarier in Philly. Oh, my goodness. You know, Dude. they, I mean, they, it's scarier in Philly. They're worse at sports. <laughs> and oh, their best gosh. university is Temple. <laughs> I will say though, uh, if they lost to Rutgers, sixty-one to thirteen. That's brutal, bro. That's it's just, uh, it's gonna be. I will say, Brett. Um, I was talking to Jake before the show. The Phillies in the beginning of the year, and I guess I guess we'll close with this. Um, the Phillies in the beginning of the year, I wasn't really, I, I, you know, pre- uh, predicting the NL East. I I thought the the Nationals obviously were not gonna be competitive. The Marlins. Everyone knew they'd cool off. They have a good pitching staff, but they would cool off. And then you got the Phillies. The Phillies are an enigma. I guess what happened to Joe Girardi? I guess he just he lost the locker room. It. I don't know. Jo- Joe Girardi went from being a an icon in the managing world to the Yankees unceremoniously dumping him off to being out of the league. It. it uh, and it's really tough to forecast. It's to, so strange. To kind of to kind of use his own words against him. He wasn't what anyone wanted. <laughs> I, I I suppose I I always liked Joe Girardi. I wanted the Mets to get him a few years ago before, um, you know, obviously before the weapon sold the team. But like, it's just strange to me. I think the Phillies are gonna be interesting to watch later on in this division because, I mean, you just never know, and it's gonna be a very tight race for the NL East. It's gonna be a great end of the baseball season. The wild card races are starting to heat up. But uh, that'll do it here. And the Seattle Sorry. Mariners. America's team. The Seattle Mariners are going to beat the Angels tonight. <laughs> yes, that's your lock of the week. But this will do it for the Friday crew. John Hartnett, Jake Maystell, Brett Hahn is on the Zoom. Have a good night, everybody. Please Finally stay tuned right. <laughs> for further programming. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too. 
Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and experiences connect through conversation, and it feels good. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together. Start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. Hey there, this is Herb Sutton inviting you to listen to Sutton Country Weekend Mornings, 6 to 10 Saturday, 6 to 9 on Sunday. We play classic country music and the ones that will be classics. We sprinkle it with some bluegrass music. That, my friends, makes the right recipe to kickstart your weekend mornings. That's Sutton Country, Saturday, 6 to 10 a.m., Sunday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WRSU 88.7 FM, around the dial, and WRSU.org, around the world. On the air at 88.7 FM and online at WRSU.org. This is WRSU-FM, New Brunswick.